Welcome to Nightmare 365. This is the center of weirdness for the entire planet. There's tons of unsolved mysteries out there. Witches still exist. What about monsters? Do you believe in ghosts? Bigfoot is not out there. Bigfoot is definitely out there. UFOs are real. UFOs might be real. Do you believe in conspiracies? I consider myself a conspiracy theorist. I want to believe in all these case files. Trust no one. The government lies to you. We're just two brothers exploring the unexplained, mysterious, and spookiness that lives among us. They're watching you, and they want to kill you. This is the story of John Lang, and this freaks me out. <laughs> You're creepy with this, man. Yeah, when you brought this to my attention, I think you brought it to my attention a year ago. Yeah, probably long. Yeah, probably yeah why haven't we ago? talked about this? Dude, this case, if you really look into it, and I don't think a lot of people know, so we're definitely going to, I mean, this might be a little longer weekday weird. We'd like to keep them short here for the weekday weirds, but this one... We could probably make a whole podcast on it. I, I know we probably not like there's so much you could talk about it, but yeah, start. I mean, you know more about this than I do, and this is kind of creepy. Give a backstory for sure. So how I found this, I was looking up like just creepy videos on YouTube, and I stumbled upon his YouTube channel, John Lang. And if you look, I think it's his name is Lang Marine, and he he had video cameras outside of his house videotaping almost like a ring doorbell type deal where he would video his front of the house and would review these tapes and a lot of interesting and weird things happened. He was from Fresno, California, 51 years old. And how this all came about was because he, in 2009, I don't know, discovered or, you know, found out about the license plate scam that the Fresno Police Department was conducting at that Supposedly time. Supposedly doing, yeah. And he was an activist that he said was harassed by the Fresno law enforcement over the period of several years, starting in 2009, and from the scam. And supposedly this scam, which what they would do was they would have an unmarked car go into a parking lot in, like, I guess, a low-income area or wherever, wherever they thought maybe high crime was, mm-hmm. and go around and look at and run license plates. So Yeah, they would they, they have... I think they got away from it, but they would have a scanner or a license plate reader on the back of a, a car, and it would read your license plate. And then they would go from there and be like, all right, well, this guy has a warrant. This guy, it could be a number of different things, right? Correct. I mean, you would know more about this than I do. Correct. It, yeah, it could be anywhere from, yeah, warrants, traffic fines, stolen car, any anything. And then they would relay that information, and then a marked car would pull them over eventually. Yeah. And this would generate a decent amount of money, supposedly. I mean, I'm going to say supposedly probably a lot on the show. I don't know, because there is a lot that we don't know. We're, we're getting a lot of it from his YouTube channel, which when you showed me, some of it's creepy, man. Yeah. Um, so, yes, from 2009, he said he was harassed by the Fresno Police Department. He actually opened up a harassment case with the Fresno Police Department internal investigation. Which I'm sure didn't sit well. I'm sure it didn't sit well with anybody. Even if you go back and do like a brief check of the Fresno law enforcement agency Uh and you have some dates back, I mean we could just give you to the seventies. Yeah, to the just like corruption in this law enforcement department. I'm sure like but if if you look at any like big law enforcement departments, there's gonna be corruption and, you know, bad apples 
Yeah, but this one had like I don't know. You, again, you would know more than I would on this on this topic because of your line of work. But two hundred lawsuits in the last decade—that doesn't seem like a lot to me. No, it doesn't. No, no just because of the simple fact that if you do have a police department the size of Fresno, that people people open up like harass or like lawsuits. They follow lawsuits. Almost daily on cops. I guess because Just they, they see a lot of money that they can yeah, they they generate. Can, so. That and they can say like, oh, you know, they harassed me. They did this. They did this to me. And nine times out of ten, they're all unfounded. Like, no, I'm sorry. Like, that didn't happen. Yeah, a lot of these cases, too, if you look at them, they were kind of thrown out. And there's not enough evidence. Things like that. But there is a history in this law enforcement department of corruption, supposedly. Supposedly, yes. So when you look at that, and then he brought out this scam, he brought it to attention. You know, he even went to, I guess, a newspaper and talked about this, and he became a real advocate for, you know, like, what the hell's going on with this? And, like, it does seem like, though, I mean, from watching some of his videos, that he is paranoid. Like, it does seem that way. Like, because some of the videos, like, the, the very first one he posted of, like, a truck, like, passing by... You know, twice he lives on a one-way street in Fresno, or I mean, he did in Fresno, California. So maybe the truck was lost. I don't really know. Like that first video. Yeah, I don't want to give out the address. Yeah, I mean, it, do- it doesn't seem you you could find this up because what we're going to link up is his YouTube channel, which you can and see. All right, here's a thing too that I have a question. It started in 2009. That's when he found the corruption. Right. So, and then the ball that rolled in. I mean, I guess it, it started ramping up where well, he, after he, he felt threatened yeah, enough after to he opened put up, up video cameras. Yeah. After he opened up the investigation there, you know, on harassment in 2015, that's when he said it started to ramp up. I guess. And that's pretty much the same time when he put up video cameras, it seems like. And because then you could watch it. And there's a couple on here that I want to describe and, and talk about because it's. Really eerie. And then, granted, if you look at the descriptions, he does write a lot underneath, like, the descriptions of what the video, like, is showing you. And that's from him, in his own words, or what he perceives it to be. Right. And this is where, kind of, you know, we looked at it and said, all right, there is some sense where it does seem like he is paranoid. Mm -hmm. You know, like, everybody's watching him. But if this was happening to you... Like, yeah, of course, you would look at every little thing and say, like, shit, like, that, that's it. Yeah, because you were saying, like, the first video that he posted, you know, that... He, he's basically, that, like, the first video he's posted, he's mowing his lawn, he's cleaning up his yard. And, and this a, Ford Silver truck just drives by, kind of parks next to his neighbor, and then all of a sudden, I guess, does a loop. Yeah, but and then, like, because a couple it is minutes a, later... Yeah, it is a one-way, so if people look at this, and you can Google the house, and you can see it, it's still boarded up from the incident that occurred, which we'll talk about what actually happened to this gentleman. But it is a one-way street, and it does seem like it is pretty busy from his video cameras and just from the activity that we found on Google Earth. Yeah, I mean, it definitely does. And, well, here's, like, another thing that's kind of funny. Google Earth, like, stopped in front of his house. You know, I'm I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Like, Uh, after the incident, you know, because it's from a year later. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just like I'm just saying. I'm not like saying there's a connection, but it's kind of funny. But yeah, like the first video. Yeah, I mean that sh- could just be a guy like it lost, could be. It just could be, find, trying to if find if a house. If you become familiar and you're in that, like you're in the community and you know who is law enforcement and who isn't, sure, it does seem a little strange. There's a couple of videos like the one where the van. See now, this one, this was the one I originally saw that I told you to watch, and I did. And it's it's a minute and forty seconds long. Camera shows a black minivan 
with the back door slider open and a guy filming. It looks like a very professional camera. Yeah, it looks like if a news van came to a scene, whatever it may be, and this is what they would be filming on. And the, the driver is talking on a cell phone. And there's, there's a passenger and there's a guy in the back with the actual video camera. And the slider on the minivan door is open. Yes, and it's filming directly at his house. It is. Which... Okay, you can't. I don't think you would be paranoid. It's like, why are you filming a house? And he says, or he describes the camera as a thermal imaging camera. Right. It could be possible, man. In 2015, I'm sure they had that technology because at one point, like, they closed the door. Correct. And then, like, all right, are they still filming inside? Like, why would you, if you pulled up in front of somebody's house, here's another thing, too. Like, why would you open the back, like, to the minivan door with the sliding door and just have people see that you're actually filming and not filming anything besides like this dude's house. And it clearly is like at this point, I'm not even being paranoid. I'm not even throwing out conspiracies. This is exactly what they're doing. Yeah, it's exactly what they're doing. Maybe they didn't realize he had cameras. I I don't know. It seems like he has pretty high tech cameras because he's zooming in, he's zooming out, he's zooming in on, you know, like law enforcement and everything like that. Like the only thing I would um, say about that video is like maybe they wanted to break into his house and they wanted to see if he was home. Like maybe it is a thermal imaging camera and they wanted to see like who is home, like maybe the inside of the house. I'm not sure. Right. And from the neighbors too that they did say like this was kind of like a shady area but it has been up and coming like sure. it's been getting better supposedly you know from some neighbors descriptions there was another video too where the cops are just standing around that was bizarre man and i i don't know like what that really is or if if that's if there's more to it like there's cops outside just like sitting on the, on the road and then like so, yeah, a bunch the, of them. This one was up. like he said right after he filed his internal affairs complaint, a group of them would just take breaks, would take breaks in front of his house and just stand there for a while. I mean, I could kind of see this from like the police department's like kind of view. Like you want to open up an investigation on us? All right, man, we're going to mess with you now. Like yeah. I, I can see that. But yeah, in the video, I can count two cop cars and eight eight cops yeah but that goes back to like you're protecting our community and you're supposed to be doing this if you're not doing anything wrong like why would you give a shit this is kind of like scare tactics or intimidation and they and they do all look over at his house yeah so that makes me wonder like all right now maybe there is something to this guy's story like we saw the van which is filming his house and then now we just have cops hanging out and he did say like they they would when he wasn't home break into his house yeah i don't know how he exactly knew or how he well here's the thing right you know thought that they did in a lot of stuff that i read they said he had cameras inside and yeah but you never but see you never it. see that he never post anything like that if they did break into his house i don't know if he was going through some legal stuff too with like lawyers where he couldn't disclose much of this maybe because you don't even see cops going into his house or even like going through the gate like in any of his videos no. i don't know maybe there is a video out there that got lost that hasn't been uploaded because most of them, I mean, when they're blatantly doing like with their own cop cars and uniforms and standing outside, yeah, like it's, it's kind of obvious. But then at the same time, when you have these different vans that pull up, like yeah, like or, the the garbage truck, right? The garbage truck that kind of just stops in like the dead of night yeah, in that, front of his house. Like what the hell, man? Yeah, I don't know. Like did people not like this dude? Was there more to the story? Cause then this is really where it takes a turn. 
a couple days before, spoiler alert, I guess. I mean, I feel bad saying it, but he, yeah. he ends up dead. He ends up dead on January 20th, 2016. Another crazy thing, too, because this is public record, so we could look at it, and we have from the county of Fresno. Yeah, there was an autopsy done on his body, and you could see, like, how he died, what they, you know, saw from his wounds. And what they deemed, like, was the actual cause of the event. So the manner of the death, they claimed it was suicide. Correct. And two days, I think it was two days before he tweeted out or he posted saying, they're out to get me now. This is getting really serious. Yeah, pull up that tweet because I'll read it because that was a very ominous tweet. A couple days before he supposedly kills himself, he tweeted out basically what was going to happen to him or what he like thought was going to happen. This, it doesn't make sense to like, I don't know. It's just one of those things. I mean, here's a tweet if you want to read it. It's from January 14th, so six days prior. And he says, just wanted to give you guys a heads up. If anything happens to me in the next day or two, it will be a result of the Fresno Police Department. My neighbor and an employee at my job at Payless Brakes and Tires on Blackstone. Basically like saying like he knew what was gonna he knew what was gonna happen. He feared that they were gonna kill him. And a couple days later, he winds up dead from a supposedly fire in his house. And three stab wounds that he, that they say were self-inflicted. Yeah, and originally I saw some reports, but I couldn't verify it. Obviously, when you look at the coroner's report, it says one thing, but then you hear reports when they first came out that he was stabbed in the front and back. Yeah. But then they said it was only stabbed in the front. And if you read, I'm not going to go over the whole thing because you can read his whole thing. They they talk about the matter, the death, you know, what they found, what they didn't find. And Correct. I'll link this in the show notes for everybody if they really want to read about this. But he was 51 years old. He was born in Ohio. The investigation, he died on January 20th, 2016. And it lists his address so that people could find his address if you really want to do. And they say the cause of death was inhalation of smoke and soot due to the fire. Correct. And then with, here's like... Multiple stab wounds. Yeah, contributing to the factor. So... If you're going to say, I don't know, man, this is, it, it gets eerie because if yeah. you look at his tweet and then you look, you know, days later, he ends up dead. It makes you wonder, but it also makes you wonder the mental state that he's in. Correct. And yeah. here's like another thing, which I don't know, it's, I guess it's easy for us to say now, like if you really thought that, like, why wouldn't you just leave the area for like a little bit? Right. So, like, it was he, like, mentally disturbed and, like, did really, like, set his house on fire and kill himself? A lot of people claim that he was. Maybe he was. I'm not sure. But when you look at, like, the security camera footage that he has from his house, like, a lot of things, like, add up to the fact. I, I, I don't know. But adds up to the fact that maybe something was going on. Yeah. Because, like, why would all this stuff kind of happen in a short time frame? Right. And then him wound up dead. Well, yeah. And... Th- I always get back to the point, like, all right, if it started in 2009 and it slowly started ramping up, that was quite a number of years. Yeah, seven years. To actually then end up this. I mean, I don't know what else was he, like, what else could he bring to the table besides, like, just letting everybody know that they're doing the scam? And how did he come into this information? We don't know. No, you don't know. It doesn't see unless I didn't find that article about it, but you don't know about this. And I guess my final thoughts on this is 
looking at his YouTube channel and just looking at a few videos, not all of them. You don't have to go through the whole. I mean, there's not many of them. No, there's but, not. But the the van one, which is the thermal imaging threat yeah, intimidation from law enforcement, that's a little like crazy. The garbage truck van, I would say, is is a little and bit. And just having like a police officer just standing out in the front of your house. For no apparent reason. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, less than three years later, you end up dead. And like he even talks about his neighbor. And which was the funny thing, like the very last video that he posts. The uh, cleaning people going to his neighbor's house? Yeah. So that also makes you wonder too, like did his neighbor have something out for him? Like how is his neighbor connected into well, this? He, he did say in one of the descriptions in his video that he did think the neighbor was like planted by the police department. To like watch him? Yeah. I mean, I, I really it, it, don't know, man. Yeah, because his last video that he did post, you had this carpet cleaner guy doing something, kind of looking around, having a cigarette, doing something, and then puts something in the neighbor's mailbox. And so was that like kind of the hit contract? Was it? It's crazy, right? It is like, crazy. The man. more you look at it and the more you watch the videos, and that's what I would do say. You, do you want to get a camera for your house now? Yeah. I don't know if I'm doing anything crazy. We're just talking about this kind of stuff. So I don't know if people would come after us. It does make you think like if you really did something, but it, in the end, this did nothing for him. He videotaped it and it was creepy, but it didn't help save his life. No, I don't know. The only thing I could say is there might be more to the story than what we see at the surface. Watch the videos, leave your comments. Let us know what you think. And if you are from the Fresno area or have information on this, call us up, email us, let us know because I want to know more information about this. This is creepy for sure. So turn on those video cameras and let us know what you find. And until next time, stay, stay spooky. spooky. Thank you for listening to Weekday Weird, brought to you every Wednesday. The unexplained, the unsolved, and bone-chilling tales.